Thanks for listening to the Northridge Christian Podcast. At Northridge, we exist to help people move closer to Christ. We believe that following Jesus is a journey, and we want to help you through that journey any way we can. We pray that you grow in your walk with God through this message today. So prepare your heart and mind for this teaching by our lead pastor, Mike Wares. Go ahead and be seated if you would. He um, staggered outside, basically. He was still in a fog from the early morning. Um, just awakened. And, and as he stepped outside, he, he raised his arms trying to clear the cobwebs. And what he saw right in front of him were soldiers. Turned to the right, and what he saw were a lot more soldiers. He turned to the left, and what did he see? More soldiers. Then he continued left and left and left and left and left, and what did he see? More soldiers. He's wide awake now. It's more of a surprise look. He turns and runs inside, and he says, boss, 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 oh, they're all over the place. And his boss says, go back out and check again. And as the servant was walking outside. Elisha prayed this prayer. Open his eyes that he, open his eyes that he can see the power that is there. And when that servant walked outside, what he saw is, yes, he was surrounded by the other army, but he also saw that he was surrounded by God's army and that he was perfectly safe. My prayer today is simply that when we end this service, that your eyes will be open to the power that we have through God's Spirit. I want to read you what Paul writes. He writes in Ephesians 1.18, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That's my prayer today. Just like that servant, I'm praying that every one of our eyes would be opened to the power that we have in God's Holy Spirit. We're talking about the Spirit today. And many people have focused their thoughts on the extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit, that miraculous power that heals, uh, the speaking in tongues, and, and, and just that, that wisdom that, that comes from the Holy Spirit, that wisdom, that word of wisdom. But, but I, I don't want to discount that today, but I want to tell you about the power that is, the power that is available to us every single day that, that empowers us to shine brightly for our King. That's the series we're in, Living in the Light. And what I want to talk to you about today is having your eyes open, having my eyes open to the power that will help us shine brighter than you could ever imagine for our King. And to do this, I want to start all the way back at the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1. And there's this incredible verse. It's the second verse in the Bible. Listen to what it says. Now the earth was formless, empty, Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. 
Did you hear what it said? Now the earth was formless, empty, and darkness was everywhere. I just imagine right now that some of you may have thought I just described your lives. Dark, empty, formless. Boy, I've got some great news for you today. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you because we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the power that took that darkness, that formlessness, that, that emptiness, and turned it into what we call life today on, on this earth. And that same power is available to us. And so what I want you to hear today, this is the sermon in a sentence, and it's pretty simple. The Holy Spirit transforms the dark, empty, and formless. The Holy Spirit transforms the dark, empty, and formless. The Holy Spirit, what does He do? He transforms the dark, empty, and formless. And when we begin to allow Him to work in our lives, it will change us from being in the dark, from being empty, and from being formless to having a purpose. So I want to share that with you today. We're going to look in John 14 and John 16. Jesus teaches on the Holy Spirit in his final, in his final discourse. And what he's going to tell us is how the Holy Spirit will come to help us. The roles the Holy Spirit will play in our life so that we can live in the light, that we can be the light. And so we're going to jump in in John 14 and in verse 16. John 14 and verse 16. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, important word, to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be with you and will be in you. I will not leave you of orphans as orphans. I will come to you. The first truth I want you to learn about the Holy Spirit is this: is that the Holy Spirit surrounds you. The Holy Spirit surrounds you. I don't know if you call what it says. The Holy Spirit is an advocate. He's an helper. He's going to come along beside us, and he's going to help us. But but then it says this: He says that he will be with us for how long? forever. Okay? He's not going to leave us alone. And then on top of that, he's going to be with us, around us, surround us, and he's going to be in us. That's important for us to grasp a hold of. He's going to be all around us. That's protection. And he's going to be in us. That's going to be strength. And when I read this and I see this, the word that jumps out at me in this passage is that simple little word, orphan. That simple little word, orphan. Jesus says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. Now, let me tell you, when I hear that word orphan, my, my heart begins to beat a little harder. My emotions get a little bit more tender. And I think of Kevin and Cynthia on the other side of the world, ministering right now on the streets of Nepal. And what do they do? They are helping orphans. These kids have been turned out on the street. They are treated as if they are garbage. They have no one to watch after them. They have no one to feed them. They have no one to protect them. And it's a terrible place to be. And what Jesus tells us is this. He says, I won't let you be like an orphan. I won't let you be like an orphan. I love you too much for that to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to protect you. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you always. And, and I just simply say to you, that's what he does. 
That's what he does. And he says, I will be with you forever. We have this advocate. We have this helper. Sometimes we feel left alone. But I tell you that Jesus will never leave us to be orphans. Two roles right here that the Holy Spirit does. He strengthens us. He's inside us to strengthen us. And he's all around us to protect us. I want you to hear this. You are absolutely invincible until God is ready for you to be with him. Why? Because you have the Holy Spirit that surrounds you and the Spirit within you. Let's keep on going in John 14. This is what it says. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the advocate... There's that word again, the helper, uh, the the one that's going to come along beside, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. The Spirit teaches us. The Spirit teaches us. There, there's a Greek word, in it, and it's didasko. Didasko simply means to instruct. And I want you to understand this. It's more than just passing along knowledge. We, we can pass along knowledge pretty easily. I, I can tell you how to work on your computer, but it's probably not going to do any good unless I show you. And what the Holy Spirit is about, he's about instructing us. He's about helping us to remember what we've learned so that we can put it into application every single day. It's that simple. He, he is there to teach and remind. He is there to teach and remind. You know, most school teachers, their biggest part of their job is simply to remind the students of what they've already learned and, and to help them to apply that and to see how it works. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. You and I are, are taught all the time, whenever you pick up God's Word, the Holy Spirit is teaching. Whenever we worship like we had, God revealed himself in that worship, and he's revealing himself to us. And as we're in this teaching, what happens? We're getting God's word revealed to us. If you're a part of a community group, what's going to happen? The Holy Spirit's going to work through that, and he's going to teach you. But then he also reminds us of what we've heard. He reminds us. Now, football season is about to start. And, and I, I get excited because it's college football season. Some of you like the NFL. And, and this is what I know. These guys that are playing in the college ranks and these guys that are playing in the NFL, you know how long they've been playing? 15, 20, 25 years. Okay, most of them from the time they were four or five years old. So what are they doing right now as they, as they prepare to play another season? They are going over the basics. Okay. I got a chance to go see uh, Florida State practice a couple of times, and I remember watching receivers 
catching the ball. And, and over 100 times it would seem like they were catching the ball like this. And they were told to catch the ball like this. And then they would practice catching the ball like this and like this. And then over their shoulder and down low. And then what did they do? They said, now this is how you run around. You go five and in or five and out. And they would teach them how to do that, exactly what to do. And then they would say, look for the ball. Look for the ball, catch the ball, tuck the ball in and secure it, and then score. And they would go over that time and time again. Hey, you, you run the route. You look for the ball. You catch the ball. You tuck it in. You score. You look for the ball. You catch the ball. You tuck it in and you score. And they keep on doing that. You know what? I don't know if you recognize that, but the Holy Spirit does the exact same thing. He says to me, Mike, love, serve. Forgive, pray, obey, love, serve, forgive, pray, obey, love, serve, forgive, pray, obey. Why? Because I need to be reminded, because I will forget that. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the role that he plays in our life, to teach us and to remind us. To teach us and remind us. And, and, and every single day, if you're in God's Word, the Holy Spirit is teaching us. The fact that you're here today means that you want to be taught by the Spirit. The fact that you sang means that you want to talk. And you know what's going to happen this week? He's going to remind you of something that you heard or something you sang. And it's going to be a way that's going to allow you to help somebody else. This happens to me probably just about every single week. Somebody comes to me and they're looking for advice. They're looking for help. And, uh, and this is what I pray if I know they're coming for that. I simply say, Lord, help me. And they begin to pour their heart out to me. And, and, um, and, and, and I, I will just tell you, I'm not necessarily the sharpest tool in the world. I, I don't know exactly what to say. But it seems like every single time God, the Holy Spirit, jogs something in my memory. It might be the words to a song. It might be a piece of scripture. It might be something that I've heard one of you all say. But you know what happens? I've been supplied with what I need. Why? Because the Holy Spirit teaches and reminds. The Holy Spirit who is inside us to strengthen us. The Holy Spirit that is all around us to, to, all around us to protect us. He's going to use us to teach and remind Let's go to John 16 now. John 16. This is what it says. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and what he will tell you what is yet to come. The spirit, the spirit, guides us. The Spirit guides us. Can I tell you why we need a guide? Because it is absolutely impossible for us to make it if we don't have a guide. You and I, I don't know if you recognize this, but we live in a dangerous world. 1 Peter 5, 8 reminds me, it says, Satan roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. 
I, I got to tell you, we live in a dangerous world every single day. We're, we are faced with dangers. And, and on top of that, God has given us a task to take the, the message into all the world. Can I tell you, just in, in, in Baldwin County, just in our community, just where we're doing a thousand acts of kindness, can I just simply tell you the task is huge? Because I look out there and I see a lot of poverty. I, I see a lot of kids that don't have what they need. I, I see a lot of drug addiction. I, I see a lot of people that don't know Jesus yet. And I need a guide. I'm going to tell you, I need the Holy Spirit to come and to help me because the task is big. It's huge. On top of that, it's a dangerous world. The, the word in the Greek is hagadeo, and it just simply means one who shows the way. One who shows the way that will help people arrive safely. You guys, uh, I, I've shared this before. One of the things I used to do when I was younger is I used to lead wilderness trips. That, that meant I, I guided people. My favorite thing to do was actually to guide people on river trips. And, and, uh, and you're going to see a picture of a rapid that we would uh, often go through. It's really a waterfall. And, and, uh, and it's about 11 feet tall in the Watauga River Basin. And, and can I just tell you, that this is an incredibly dangerous rapid. If you don't hit it right, your boat flips over, you get sucked under, and you die, and the boat gets destroyed incredibly dangerous it's also incredibly fun I, I'm just going to tell you there's nothing like the thrill of doing it correctly so we would take we would take folks on this trip and we would go and, and, and here's what we would do I was their guide I had to get them through there safely and so we would jump out uh, up above the, uh, the rapid we would go down and stand on the rock and we would look at it I would point out this is where you want to hit it because if you don't hit it there you're going to die okay <laughs> I'm trying to be encouraging to them I really want them to pay attention and so I would say, this is exactly what you do. So we would run back up the stream, and then I would have them practice some of the strokes that they would need and, and, and telling them just all the things. And then I would say, now you guys go back and stand on the rock. I'm going to go through it. And they would watch me go through it, and they would see because I, I was guiding them. And, and if I hit it right, it was a good day, all right? It was a really good day. And, and then what I did was I came out, and I got up on the rock, and I said, now you guys go up. And, and, and you get ready. And I would signal for a boat to come down. And as they came there, I would say, you need to get over that way more. You get to come that way. But you need to get that boat angle right because if you don't, guess, guess what? It's not going to be a pretty day for you. But that was my job. Never lost a kid. Never had a boat destroyed. That was my job. I was lucky. I'll just tell you. I was lucky. But you and I, have a guide called the Holy Spirit. He's not lucky. He knows everything about us and he knows everything about the world that we live in and he's there to guide us and he's going to get us through whatever comes our way safely. Whatever comes our way safely. Every single day, I feel the tugging of the Holy Spirit. I may see somebody that's dismayed and God says to me through the Holy Spirit, you probably need to say a word of encouragement to them. Or I see somebody that's stopped on the side of the road and sometimes God says, hey, it's extremely dangerous, but you need to stop. Sometimes it, 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 it is just being available. The Holy Spirit says, just be there and somebody's gonna show up. But this is what I want you to know. Every time the Holy Spirit nudges me in that way, I am petrified. 
I don't know why. Because the Holy Spirit is there to strengthen and protect me. The, the Holy Spirit, if I'm not equipped, is going to teach me and remind me. And, and the Holy Spirit is going to be there all along the way to guide me. You see, God has equipped us with everything we need. We're going to see a video clip. And uh, I, I, I searched for something. I saw this earlier this week. I, I was searching for something that might communicate the role of the Holy Spirit that, that might show you. This is of a basketball coach named Maurice Cheeks. He is the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, they're in the playoffs in this. And, and you'll see. You'll figure it out. Watch this. And now to honor America and salute the men and women serving our country with our national anthem, please welcome, as voted by you, the fans, our winner of the Toyota Get the Feeling of a Star promotion, Natalie Gilbert. That's a picture of the Holy Spirit. Maurice Cheeks comes, puts his arm around her. Do you think she felt protected at that point? Do you think she felt strengthened at that point? And then what did he do? He didn't have to really teach her the song. He just had to remind her of the words. And then he stood right there guiding her through it and helping her through it. And she finished strong. I got to tell you, I'm more like that 13-year-old girl trying to sing the national anthem. And more than ever, I need the Holy Spirit to guide me, strengthen me, help me. These next few minutes, we're just going to take a few minutes just to remember, just to remember what Jesus did for us. He gave his life. He died on a cross. Then he was risen from the dead. But we don't talk about this very often. 
maybe we need to remember what he left for us in the person of the Holy Spirit, the one who will strengthen, the one who will protect, the one who will teach and remind us and will guide us through. I think during these next few minutes, I'm just simply going to ask you to say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Remind me of what Jesus did. Remind me of how you want to use me. Remind me and then guide me. Father, in these next few minutes as we take communion, I just pray you'll work in our hearts. I pray that our ears will be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and that we will be reminded. That we will be reminded of what Jesus has done for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being there. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. You can keep up with what's happening at Northridge on your mobile device through our Northridge Christian app. If you have any questions about Northridge, you can contact us at info at